Hey, everybody. Welcome to Show and Tell. It is our weekly show where you get to come on and show stuff and tell people about it or just join in to watch if you don't feel like bringing anything to the table today. Uh, we have a few Adafruit people and a uh, community person uh, ready to show some cool things. If you're interested in showing some uh, some projects today, uh, just check out our blog post. Go over to the blog on Adafruit and there is a link there. Uh, you can also head to our Discord and you will find a link there as well to join in. Uh, and we're just going to take a few minutes to take a look at people's projects and then we'll get out of here so that we can go grab a snack and a beverage and uh, tune in for Ask an Engineer, which will be happening at 8 Eastern time. All right. So uh, starting up first off, we're going to bring on Trevor. Hello, Trevor. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. Yeah. Nice to see you here on Show and Tell. What do you have cooking? All right. So I have this thing. This is uh, this is a flight proximity tracker that Ooh. uses a, a Matrix Portal S3. It uses two uh 64 by 64 matrix uh displays um i bought these din rails from like uh -huh. amazon uh and i attached them uh with these uh magnet holders in the back yeah. right here so basically so basically i can like uh mount this on my fridge or or my wall oh, very and nice. yeah so and uh basically like this project uses like the uh flight aware arrow api uh, and with that, I collect nearby data, um, flight data within a certain bounding box. So I'll get like uh, the southernmost latitude and northernmost latitude and the uh, westernmost and easternmost latitude. And within that box, it kind of like just grabs all that, all the flights that are like in that area for that, for that time being. And oh, then... Yeah, and then from there it displays like um, some flight data, uh, like the origin and the destination. Have you hold the, that uh, up just a little higher? There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, that's great. Denver. So this yeah. answers the question: What planes am I hearing overhead right now? Right, because basically constraining. Basically, the, the yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. So that's what I have going on. Um, and yeah, and I'm writing the guide for it, so it should be available soon. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's a really cool info display. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, that's what I have going on. Thanks so much, Trevor. Appreciate that. Oh, we'll nice. look forward to the guide. All right. Take care. Take care. Very cool project. All right. Uh, hey, let's see. Next up, uh, we've got Aaron. Bring on here. Hey, Aaron, what's going on? So I also have a matrix portal project this week. Aww. So um, this is a uh, one of the RGB matrix panels that we sell in the shop. And I've set it up using Adafruit IO so that I can just send a text message to this thing and uh -huh. it will update. So right now it's just got Adafruit. So the way this works is I'm just using my iPhone here and I'm going to say the name of my feed, which I've called text. And then I'm just going to type in a message. I'm going to say, uh, hello there, and hitting send. And then um, it tells me that it's received it. And then within probably a minute or something, this is just going to automatically update with that new message. Um, oh, it is also scrolling different colors and different fonts, um, which I, oh, and there it is. So you can see it's pretty seamless. Um, hey, nice. 
super easy to update and put a message on this from anywhere you want to be. So I can I can be out and I can text my house and say I'm going to be home in 20 minutes or whatever. It'll just appear there. Oh, so. that's great. And it, uh, what services are you using to make that work? So this is just using uh, Adafruit IO Plus, uh, which has a, an SMS uh, plugin, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. And it only works with one phone. Um, and uh, so I can just send messages to a, a specific number they gave me from my phone. And then that connects to, uh, and then I have my matrix portal S3 is connected to my home Wi-Fi. So uh, the Wi-Fi goes and Adafruit IO sends it to the panel via Wi-Fi. That's um, really fun. Needs and everything with the phone, so it's I don't yeah. have to use a web browser at all. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Also, I really love your script typeface that you got on there. That looks really good. It is. It's called Sophia. So it's Sophia, <laughs> beautiful. Like yeah, that it's really yeah. nice looking. Nice looking typeface. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So this is a cool project. I'm writing up the tutorial right now, and it should be great. probably live tomorrow, or the next day. I'm um, just doing a couple last minute tweaks, but. I think this thing's cool. Like, I think it's got yeah. a lot of potential. Um, I, I work at a bar in the evenings, and I think putting this up on the wall and being able to text drink specials to it—you know—you can have that's you cool. can have your non-coders, anybody who needs to yeah. control this thing, can now do that without. Oh wow, that's great. On the fly. So. Really nicely done. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for bringing that by. You bet. Bye bye. All right, super cool. Okay, uh, next up we've got Lauren. I'm gonna bring on. Hey, Lauren. Hello, hello. Hey, love that project, Aaron. Uh, I'm from the IO team, so I think I have to say that. But uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we added SMS uh, two or three months ago, and uh, oh, I didn't realize that. That's really cool. It's a helpful feature. Yeah, it's awesome. I love the part about no code. That's the whole thing with Whippersnapper right. as well. So, uh, right. Yeah, I came to show off some uh, website features. Um, so something that's been launched recently, and something that's coming soon. Um, Great. Oh, I haven't got my screen up anymore. Yeah, share a screen and I'll show it up here so you can talk I'm us so through sorry. it. I didn't realize I had lost that. Oops. Here it comes. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So this is the Whippersnapper interface. And uh, when you add a component, what, what happened was we had this component picker and we got up, we're over, okay, we're at 80 components now. So it was getting really busy. So we needed to, well, one, we added where you can now, it's, they've got like nice little descriptions on them, mm -hmm. um, little tags there on the top that show you kind of what's inside each component or what, you know, what it can do, what kind of things it senses. Um, it's a little, it's just a little easier and snappier to use now. Yeah. Um, and also you can search. So like if I type light, we'll see everything that has anything to do with light. Right. Um, yeah, et cetera. You can say IQC, if that's all you know is what interface you have. Um, for a servo, hey, we have servo. You can say Adafruit and you'll see only things that uh, are like official products that have Adafruit. In the yeah. So that's a, uh, much easier to use and it's a little more performant. We were like loading. Yeah, it's nice and fast. Before and yeah, so that's cool. I'm pretty proud of that one. Um, Nicely done. Yeah, that's going to make things a lot easier for uh, putting together your your project quickly, which is nice. Yeah, and of course, you know, uh, Whippersnapper is is no code, you know. So it's like we want to really make it easy for beginners to like mm -hmm. kind of accidentally do cool stuff in a mm -hmm. way. So that's cool. In that vein, let's jump over to our staging server, and I'm going to show you something coming soon. Ooh. So we've got, you can now sort of like export configurations from your devices and import them. So like if someone has set something up and their friend buys a Funhouse and wants the same setup, they can like uh -huh. hand them the config and it'll it'll uh, immediately, it'll just take the whole config and be ready to go fast. Oh, that's What's great. coming soon is magic config. So I click this and it's like, oh, here's every single thing that's built into the Funhouse ready to go. Oh no, I don't have enough feeds available. Uh, I didn't check that first. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I, I know what I can do. I know what I can do. Let me... Uh, I'll just I'll just disable a couple of them and we'll act like that didn't happen. There we go. I, I had one. It, it, one, one too, too many. many. 
Lots, lots of code things to juggle. Anyway, I can click this and watch how fast. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Oh, great. Okay, so the so like everything that's, that's built nice. in the funhouse is good mm -hmm. to go. I can't I, my camera can't point at my funhouse or I'd show you uh, mm -hmm. that it's all working, but you just have to trust me, it's all working. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's really nice. Then you don't have to think so much about well, what actually is on this board. What what do I want to add? You can just start from here's everything and then pull off uh, what you yep. don't need. And even in the component picker, this little built-in tag will appear for components oh, that are built-in. So yeah, we want, we want to just make it really easy to, again, to kind of just like stumble onto the stuff these things can do, even if you didn't know, didn't read the spec sheet or whatever. I love that. That's great. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So we'll have that working for every single board we support in the next uh, week, maybe. Amazing. Thank well, you. And thanks for coming by to show that. It's really good stuff. My pleasure. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let's see. Who do we got next up here? Uh, let's bring on Liz. Hello, Liz. Hey, Liz's uh, so desk. I have a messy desk, uh, but um, as of CircuitPython 9 Alpha 4, there's already an Alpha 5 today, uh, there's support for using an Android device with a CircuitPython uh, device. Oh. So you can see here in the files, I can press here, and I can see code and boot out and everything. So I'm in the file system. Mm -hmm. um, so what you means, though, is you can edit code on your Android device. So I'm going to go into my editor app, open my code.py file. And now we have the code that's currently nice. running on uh, Playground. Uh, so I'm going to change it, though, to just, I'm going to edit. And then I'm going to change it to um, be, I'm not great at touchscreens. Um, <laughs> I'm going to edit to do the rainbow swirl. And just delete that coming out. And then I'll save. And then it'll take a moment. Uh, I did notice it's a little slower to write from an Android device uh -huh. uh, compared to a desktop computer, uh, but it's going. Um, and I did write a playground note on this. There it goes. Oh, great. Uh, so it'll kind of go through like some slight um, like workflow things. Like I found out that you really have to open the code.py file from the your text editor app. If you try to open it from your file thing, then you get like a weird security thing. Um, mm. And then uh, one thing I won't demo right now because it'll be a little too involved is you can also get to the REPL. Uh, there's a mm -hmm. fun app uh, that Foamy guy pointed me to, uh, and I was able to get to the REPL and interact and everything. So, uh, oh, it's really great. cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that is available now. If you use the Alpha 5, newest Alpha just came out, um, you can play around with this. Really cool. Yeah. Wow. Editing right from your phone. From Thanks. Android and iOS now, right? So many options. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Liz. Thanks for showing that. And also thanks for putting together a uh, playground page on it. Uh, if people don't know, uh, I think it's, am I right? Is playground.adafruit.com? It's adafruit-playground. Adafruit-playground.com. And then you can uh, find people's individual uh, mini learn guide blog yes. post style things. So go, go and check out Liz's on that. Thank you. Way cool. Thank you. See All you right. later. Have a good night. All right. Uh, next up, we have Noah. Hello. Hey, what's up? Uh, so last week, I did a LED noodle project. Um, I 3D yes. this tree, basically, out of um, PLA. Um, but this week, uh, or really over the weekend, um, I sent off the STL file to be printed in resin. So this is uh. from PCBWay. Um, and 
Um, let me power it on because it's not powered on. But give it give it a look because it it's really clear. I mean, this came out really really nice. Um, so PCBWay has a 3D printing option where you can get your STLs printed in this clear. Uh, oh, and they kind of spray varnish it too, so it makes uh -huh. it really clear. Um, you you might remember the um, the floppy Pi Portal project yeah. that we did with Anne, and that came out really clear. So yeah. I figured I'd get this one printed out too because it just looks so much better. Uh, I mean, the PLA one looks good too, but it gives it that extra kind of like diffused, kind of washed out kind of look in uh -huh. the color. So let's go ahead and power this on. So it's this powered by. The, the LED driver, the L the AW9523, and the mm -hmm. QDPI in the bottom here. Mm -hmm. So you can really oh, see. Oh, it looks kinda, so good. Yeah, yeah. You can really see all the colors um, really shine through. Like it has a really good saturation. Yeah. And um, you kind of get this kind of cool edge lit kind of look to it. And you printed these as um, sort of channels, and now you've pressed your yeah. up into, into each channel. Uh, yeah. So they're print. not glued in there, they're literally just press fitted wow. in. Um, they're about two millimeters in diameter and you just press fit them in there. Um, I have this little PLA print up here to hide, you know, where the wires yep. are. Yep. And then the wires kind of feed down into this, uh, this little cover here and I have speed trick tubing to cover it. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty fun, uh, little the, desktop size tree. The resin parts that you printed, what, what came from them? Was it those individual spirals uh, or was it all a one, one piece print with the base? Uh, so it's just the spiral bit. So it's all one yep. piece here, and then um, one piece spiral bit. Yeah, there's some there's some mounting tabs that I use uh, uh -huh. to secure the PLA print. So the PLA print is this gray base, yep. this gray cover, mm -hmm. this top, and then this uh, this little Adafruit star. So those That's are the PLA cool. parts. Yeah. But I really wanted to see how how it would turn out, um, and you really can't see any. Um, I'm sure they they use support material because when you print something in resin, you always got to use support material. Mm -hmm. And I suppose they sand it down and do the spray varnish to make it look clear. Um, yeah, but it was only curious. 30 bucks yeah. for one part. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so that's not bad. I mean, it's like you can you can pick your shipping, right? So it's going to be like at least under 50 bucks if you get it. If yeah. you if, if you want it super fast, you'll, you'll pay a little bit extra. But yeah. um, it came out really good. So um, if folks want to print their own, you can send it off the PCB way or just print it out uh, if it and fits on your you printer. did you modify your files at all for uh, PLA versus resin or was it the same file? Yes, the same file. Um, right. I had some other parts too printed um, a couple months ago, like the um, that floppy uh, Pi portal and mm -hmm. it has those snap fit little features and, and those work out just fine too. Great. So the tolerances tend to work tolerance. out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. similar tolerances. So that's kind of nice. That's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's one more thing. Uh, it actually came a little deformed. Um, so I don't know if that was like through the shipping or through the heat or something, but it was thin enough to like flex it back into shape. So I thought that was interesting <laughs> yeah. um, and it didn't break. So that's uh -huh. that's a that's a bonus. Uh, oh, interesting. But, I wonder yeah. if now that you like the position it's in, if it's good to put it out in the sunlight to help it continue to UV cure. Oh, if, yeah, if it, uh, if I wonder. Yeah. It. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is still a little bit. Well, I don't want to break it, so I'm not right, going to right. flex too much. <laughs> uh, but I was careful when I was like, you know, fitting it in, and it it did have that flex to it. But it yeah. it doesn't feel tacky or anything. So no, I think great. it's I think it's fully cured. But yeah, it's like nice and slick. So oh, it looks beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Learn guide is out there, so if folks great. want to print it out. Uh, yeah. you can do it. So it'll show it back Love there. It. Beautiful display. Yay. Yeah. All thanks. Right. Take thanks. Care. Bye. Uh, real quick, I had a question that I saw in the chat over from Twitch, I think. Uh, Stenyel asked, what's the display behind me? Uh, this is a 
uh, Feather DVI, uh, which is way over here. I don't know if I can show it, but it's a it's one of our Feather boards that has a uh, HDMI port on it with DVI video, and it's running some sample code that Toddbot uh, wrote, which uh, he can tell you all about because he's actually our next person up. So let me bring Todd out here. No pressure. Hey, what's this <laughs> oh. display behind me, Todd? What is this thing? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I think, if I recall correctly, it's one of the simplest things you can do in CircuitPython Display.io, which is it's making uh, little circles randomly all over the screen of one of three colors, like uh -huh. yellow, teal, and black. Yeah. So it gives you that sort of like computer is working sort of yes. sort of feel yeah <laughs> it's, it's yeah it, i mean it's the thing is the the piku dvi running circuit python is that circuit python yeah, yeah i think so um it you don't have much ram left available so you can't do anything too clever with like cool bitmaps moving around all the screen yeah. you know it's like you have to be really really parsimonious yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. all right uh, all right so i so i have two things to show hopefully yeah. if there's time um sure. first is uh the hackaday um, SuperCon was uh, two weeks ago, I think, and this was the badge. So and cool. the badge is really cool. It's this like sort of vector scope, like old tectronic scope looking thing. And all the code is written in MicroPython and had this really cool fading phosphor effect. Um, it also has an arbitrary waveform generator. And so there are these two, um, there are these kind of like two parts of the, of the circuit. There's like an output that is the signal generator of this arbitrary waveform and then there's the input that's the scope and so if you just jumper wires from xy to xy you could get these lissajous patterns kind of like oh, this nice. yeah um and it's all driven by just a pico ah, wow <laughs> and micropython and so it's a really clever clever bit of engineering um of course i don't i don't uh work as fast in micropython as in circuit python so of course i blew it away and this is all circuit python oh, cool. <laughs> and then the, then the thing i did that i gave out a bunch was um this little rotary control mm. a little cap touch rotary control that uses <laughs> just three pins and um and uh it works on like pretty much any circuit python device that has touch io Looks which is so almost good. all of them and uh, yeah, so, so I was really surprised. This, this is like a, a well-known CapTunch technology that's been around mm -hmm. for like 20 years. I decided to make a little PCB, um, you know, like it fits on a breadboard, that kind of thing. Right. And, uh, and so I've got a bunch of them. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of it that I got. Maybe I'll put them up on the Tindy store. <laughs> yeah, uh, you should bolt them to your glasses, two of them. Oh, there we go, Yar. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> Yar. <laughs> and then the other thing, um, which I, I think I might have shown this, um, I'm not sure. It's this little touch-based synthesizer. It's an improvement of my cap touch, my Pico touch thing that I did a little while back. It's also got a Pico on the back. This particular Pico is a cool purple 16 megabyte with USB-C uh, version. Um, but this one's using a standard Pico. And, you know, it's a, oh, let me see if I can do this. Cool synthesizer. It's also a wavetable synth. Ooh, sounds good. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, it's got a lot of weird noises inside of it. And um, the reason why I'm bringing this up, if, I'm not, if I've shown this before, is that it's going to be in my Tindy store, uh, if, I don't know, in a couple, like, weeks, maybe. Like, <laughs> Great. So if you want if you want a cool little, very thin little synthesizer that can also be a MIDI controller, um, go there. Yeah, and where is your, uh, how, how people find you on Tindy? Oh, uh, geez, tindy.com slash Toddbot, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look for Toddbot anywhere and you'll probably find Toddbot, yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> Cool synth, cool vector scope, uh, and is that little cap touch uh, board? Is that also 
published anywhere or are you selling those? Uh, but yeah, all the, all the design files are up on focus, um, are up on uh, GitHub on, um, uh, github.com slash Toddbot slash touch wheels. Cause I'm going to have a couple different ones. I'm, I'm making up a full board that uses up a whole Pico and has all these things. And, oh. um, and so all it requires is three resistors and, uh, and then a little four pin header to hook up to your microcontroller. That's cool. But yeah, it works That's surprisingly cool. well. I was, I was not convinced it was going to work at all. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. It's working great. Yep. Excellent. And uh, did you publish any of the info about getting Circuit Python on that badge? I know that badge is a pretty uh, obscure oh, thing. Oh, what's the thing is is yeah is is you know this display on here is a standard round display, the GC nine A zero one that we've all been playing with for the last couple of years and putting eyeballs on. Um, yeah. And this is just a Pico. And okay. so the extent of my hacking the badge has been installing the standard. Pico distribution of Circuit Python and using the standard uh, library that drives this display. <laughs> Leet. So, so yeah, so I've done nothing with any of the buttons or the or the waveform generator or the beeper and all this other kind of stuff. <laughs> More to come. <laughs> I'm very lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Todd, so much for showing us. stuff. super cool. Thanks. Take see care. ya. Uh, all right, and hey, last up we have Mark Gambler. Hey, Mark. Hi. Um, I'm standing outside hiding from the wind, so I'm about right. to move. Uh, so nothing big, but I figured the football team I follow has made the Canadian Championship, the Great Cup, which is this Sunday. And Congrats. I converted all my, which was Christmas slash Halloween lights, to now celebrate the team in blue and gold. Uh, super easy to do, so I think there is hundred some pixie lights and two LED, uh, the LED matrices uh, being driven. And it's running CircuitPython. It was the first time I actually got the GIF.io code that I wrote displaying um, animations on oh, nice. the sign itself. So it's all CircuitPython, uh, super easy to do. So even though it's not on a screen, the GIFs played just fine. Great. And that's really it. Oh, that looks that looks excellent. Really nice work. Uh, and is that uh, something you've published somewhere? If people are interested in the uh, library or any more info, I published the Christmas lights probably last Christmas. Yeah, it's on my GitHub. Um, the the other uh, for the matrix and the GIF.io code, it's just I took Anne's code that displayed it on the screen and just put the the matrix code in and sort of smoosh them together. Yeah. Um, I haven't published that anywhere yet, though. Mm -hmm. Well smushed. That works well. <laughs> yeah, it it runs perfectly smooth for anything I wanted. And I, it turned out much better than I thought it would. And and what's the name of your team that you're following there? It's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. All right. Well, good <laughs> luck to the good luck to the Blue Bombers. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mark. Take care. All right, that's going to do it for this evening's show and tell. Thanks, everyone, for stopping by and showing your super cool projects and for uh, coming and hanging out in the chats. Uh, next up, we're going to have Ask an Engineer in about six minutes. So go grab yourself a snack and a beverage and come on back to see Phil and Lamore uh, with the Ask an Engineer show right here on your favorite channel to watch Adafruit. 
All right. Thanks, everyone. I will see you tomorrow uh, on my workshop show at four o'clock Eastern time. Until then, take care.